It's only a kick. A jump. A block. It's only a serve. It's only a tackle. A run. It's only for the fans. After all, it's only pressure. You got this. Adidas. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. With threats to our nation waiting around every corner, adaptability is more important than ever. When conditions change without notice, quick strategic thinking is crucial. And with obstacles consistently impending, determination is essential in overcoming them. It's this willingness, decisiveness, and resilience that sets Marines apart. With our fighting spirit, we don't just fight battles, we win them. Marines are the constant our nation counts on to fight the unknown. And through adaptable problem solving, we do just that. Learn more at marines.com. Oh, what's going on, everybody? Welcome to episode 281 of Flow Wrestling Radio Live. I'm your host, Christian Piles. Joined, as always, by my mainest man, Willie Saylor, Kyle Brackey, Daniel Nomad, back in full effect. But today, special show, special edition. Specialist. We are joined by none other than three-time World Olympic champion, three-time NCAA champion. I could go on, but I won't because he's... A man short on time. He's got a lot to do. We are joined today by Kyle Snyder, fresh off his undefeated World Cup weekend. Kyle, how you doing? Good. Thank you guys for having me on. Absolutely. Excited to have you on. So obviously, after your NCAA career ended a, a few weeks ago, the, the Kyle Snyder sweepstakes was on. There were a number of companies kind of vying for you the the right to sponsor you and you kind of went through that and you, you reached out and said you that was something you were interested in talking about that process and what it was like the likes dislikes etc why don't you talk about what the process was like kind of that courtship period between NCAAs and and the point that led you to signing with the Rudis yeah so uh it was it was a really cool process. I think and uh, one thing that's interesting that a lot of people don't know is that companies are actually, as, as long as nothing is signed, uh, companies are actually allowed to reach out to you and offer you uh, during your collegiate career. At least that's what Ohio State Compliance said to us. So we were actually able to meet uh, with a couple of the companies uh, during the season, and I, I, I wanted to meet with, you know, pretty much as many companies as I could, many apparel companies as I could during the season, because I thought that obviously it would give me time to think over the decision. And I wanted to make the decision, um, you know, as close to the after the NCAA is being completed as I could, mm-hmm. um, because I thought that would be exciting. Uh, a lot of people would be talking about it, so it would make sense for it to be made around that time period. But some some companies were uh, comfortable with meeting during the NCAA season. Others weren't just because of uh, the NCAA rules they thought were in place 
and that's just typically not how they did it. So um, I met with Rudis and then Scrap Life, Under Armour Wrestling during the season, and then Asics and Nike Wrestling um, after the season was completed. Uh, my dad met with Asics Saturday morning at the NCAAs, and then we all met with Nike Wrestling um, the first day, uh, the f- Sunday morning. So we had pretty much all the information that we needed uh, to make the decision. And it was, like you said, you know, it was interesting. Uh, I definitely learned a lot about the way uh, these organizations operate. And um, it was, I felt like it was a definitely a big decision that needed to, to have a lot of thought go into it but um at the end of the day it was kind of a easy decision at the same time after meeting with everyone to go with rudis what were the the factors that you kind of deemed is the the most important what what were you looking for um obviously there's a financial component but but what were the things about rudis that maybe separated itself or what were the more important things as you were weighing the factors of of your decision yeah, I think, that, I mean, like you said, financially, that's really important. Uh, I want to, I mean, you feel, you can feel valued in a bunch of different ways, but one of them definitely is the financial offer that a company gives you. Um, you know, the it was cool. The cool thing about Rudis is that they were uh, willing to match any financial offer that I was uh, given. Hmm by another company so that that was really nice and then when it when it when it after after all that was said and done the financial part the most important thing to me um was really the people that i'd be working with their the way that they were going to handle my brand you know and their value system and I mean, culture at the company. Control. But if I ever feel like things are getting hairy, I can call or chat with the next God, person. So sorry. no matter what, I know no worries. the best financial decision. Um, <laughs> was there any consideration um, for you in big companies, small companies? You know, you had the opportunity um, to go with Nike or Asics, who are these big, huge brands, or, or maybe... Um, Rudis, which is you know the from inception they've been a um wrestling wrestling only. wrestling only by wrestlers for wrestlers uh, did that play any part in it well um it didn't play it didn't play too much of a part of it i mean honestly we at, at Rudis, we plan on uh completely controlling the wrestling market and and uh I think that they were already doing uh, a great job without me, but my addition to the team uh, probably just means that we we have an even broader reach now, mm-hmm. and um, we can we can really uh, speak to the wrestling market. And and it, it that doesn't mean that you know once once Brutus uh, feels like they have done everything they could in the wrestling market. That doesn't mean they they'll branch off in a different 
they'll never branch off in the different markets. Right. But for right now, that's what the goal is. And um, I think that they do the best job when it comes to speaking, uh, speaking to the wrestlers um, and the other companies, Nike Wrestling and Asics, although they have a, a bigger name, um, I just don't think they would be able to illustrate who I am uh, completely with their with their products uh, the way that Rudis is able to. So you, you won uh, Worlds in 2015, and at, at that point you were going into, um, I, I think it probably after that, you were kind of faced with a decision, and, and the discussion began to kind of swirl, like, will Kyle return to Ohio State? Will he continue? I mean, there's probably money on the table uh, at that moment. As soon as you beat Cadiz off, it's like, holy cow, this guy, we're, we're headed into Olympic year. There's a lot of stuff going on. Um, you you remained at Ohio State. You won three NCAA titles. You've managed to continue to win at the senior level. Um, how tempted were you at that point in time to kind of say, listen, I don't need to finish school. I'm just going to – I can get these sponsorships. I'm ready to just be a full-time wrestler. Yeah. Um, well, I mean there's always the temptation because – class isn't that fun right you know? so and i like i love wrestling so i'd, I'd much rather be doing that but uh after 20 so after 2015 after i wrestled Gadisoff and won there really wasn't too much discussion of me not coming back to school that year um you know i i didn't think it would make sense especially uh, i hadn't wrestled in the olympics yet i didn't know what was going to happen there um I felt probably most financial opportunities would come if I did become an Olympic champion. So uh, after 2015, there really wasn't that much discussion. And I think a lot, a lot of people probably, uh, you know, it's just if unless you're in it, you don't really know like the rules when it comes to accepting the money from the worlds and all that type of stuff. But because of Operation Gold. Um, you're allowed to accept all of that, you know, living the dream foundation money as soon as they send it out. So I was allowed to accept that money, which made it easier for me to come back to school. And then after 2016, when I won the, when I won the Olympics, um, there was a little bit of thought. I remember walking through like the apartments that uh, my family was staying at after the Olympics with my mom and my dad and Basically, I was like, I don't know. And what do you think? Do you think I should go back to school? And my dad was like, yes, you should go back to school this year. You know, <laughs> there wasn't even really that much conversation with with the idea about me not going to school. And then after 2017 is when there started to be, you know, an actual talk with the coaches about me possibly not coming back i talked with my parents about it first and my dad was like i my, i believe my dad has really good advice and guidance so i take what he says pretty seriously and he said basically just do whatever i thought was right and if i didn't want to go back to school and i wanted to wrestle internationally then do that but i discussed it with the coaches at ohio state and obviously you know they want me to come back and <laughs> Um, we just, 
basically came up with the only reason why I wouldn't be coming back is because of the uh, if I would be missing out on financial uh, opportunities. But we think that um, we thought that the same opportunities I would have then at the beginning of the 2017 season, you know, before this last season, we're going to be there uh, at the end. So that's why I just decided to stay. And then it's kind of cool to see how it, it all worked out because I think if I would have, if I would have came back, if I would have stopped competing uh, collegiately and just wrestled internationally at that time, whether it was the beginning of this you know, especially in 2016, I think Rudis probably would have been, you know, too young of a company. Mm-hmm. Uh, it doesn't mean that I wouldn't have gone with them, but I don't think they would have been able to offer the things that they uh, offered me at the end of the 2018 season. So uh, I think it I think it definitely worked out um, to my best interest by for, staying. Yeah, for sure. Mm-hmm. Um well, obviously, as wrestling fans, we were excited to see you come back, but everyone would have understood the decision had you elected to, um, you know, discontinue wrestling Ohio State. Before before we let you go, I know you had a busy day, I'm sure, Kyle. Um, talk about the balancing the international travel with collegiate wrestling. You were, you were able to do it basically three straight seasons of, you know, you wrestled at the Oregon, I think, each year. You were did multiple trips and yet you would come back and able to wrestle. Did that start to take a toll this season? Yeah. I mean, it's, that's an interesting question. I, you know, my mind always tells me that I can do it. Mm -hmm. You know, I, I try to, and when I think that maybe I'm a little overworked or maybe I need to rest some more, I'll sit down and I'll think about it real hard. And my mind always tells me that I can go, that I can go more. So I'm not, I'm probably not the right person to even ask that question because I would always tell you that it had no effect on me and that, um, I can, I could compete, uh, overseas one day and then come back next couple of days and wrestle again. And it was, it would be fine. Um, but that's why I have good coaches and good mentors that give me solid advice and tell me when to take breaks and, uh, understand have seen me wrestle for a while and train for a while and know, uh, when I need to take a break. So I don't, I don't think it, um, you know, made too big of a difference, uh, in my, in my competition. Well, cool. So you're, um, you wrestle in the world cup and you have a buy to, to final X. So you don't technically have to wrestle again until, June, I, th- I think it's ninth. I think you're at that one uh, in Lincoln. What what is the plan for you, competition wise? Is the is there one between now and Final X or training wise? What's the next couple months look like for you, Kyle? Yeah. So this is the the plan is I'm gonna take like two to three weeks off, nice off of the mat, starting you know pretty much yesterday. I'll still be lifting, working out, whatever, but. I'm going to take two to three weeks off the mat. And then that gives me about six weeks until June 9th when I'll be wrestling in Lincoln, Nebraska at the final X. And I think that's a solid training period where I'll be able to get really ready for that event. And um, I want to be competing. Obviously I want to be competing at a really high level 
when I go there because this is a really important tournament. I don't know who I'll be wrestling, but we'll have to see what happens at the open and trial. So I'll be wrestling. I'll be basically focused on that, um, but I'll also be competing at Beat the Streets May 17th. Nice. Well, that's good to hear. Um, yeah. It, two to three weeks off the mat. When is when's the last time you've done that? Um, the last time was probably uh, after the Worlds, this 2017 Worlds. Okay. All right, so not yeah. that long ago. All right. So no, not, I'm glad I to hear that. Taking, yeah. I plan on – I mean, I want to compete for as long as – I want to compete until I'm like 36 you know, 37, that would probably put me around. That would be like my fifth Olympic game. So I plan on being really strategic about the way I train and when I take breaks, especially as I get older, I know that I'm going to have to take more breaks um, and not train the way that I do now. Uh, so I'll be taking breaks like that pretty, probably pretty often throughout the year. Well, we, uh, the whole room, cracked a smile when you said till 36 because we we hope that that's <laughs> yeah, true that's uh, that's exciting news. i was looking at Baumgartner's yesterday i think he had like 13 13 yeah. world medals just amazing that's absurd. And, and you know you could approach that for sure yeah you got a you got an early head start as well <laughs> winning worlds at 19 well kyle uh don't want to keep you any longer we certainly appreciate you uh you coming on is there anything else before before we let you go about your day no, thanks for having me on. Appreciate it. Absolutely, uh, Kyle. Have a good rest of the show. Thanks, man. Thanks, Congrats to you. Congrats to Rudis. And, uh, yeah, we'll talk with you soon. All right. I right, see you, Kyle. Bye. Kyle Snyder. Kyle Snyder. Captain America. Can't beat him. So. He needs a, some rest. He just he just flew back last night. He flew back. Yeah. Get some rest, Kyle. So, I yeah, I was, I was actually surprised to learn he takes – you know, he took two weeks off after Worlds. I mean, that makes sense. He should do that, but yeah. just knowing... There's an aura about him that just he just keeps going. He just keeps going. I mean, just you know, it goes to Regan. Okay, a week later, I'll wrestle Nick Nevels, and then maybe I'll go I'll go back to Europe. The, Who knows? Uh, the camera was on Kyle for good reason, but when he said wrestle to 36, all four of us went... We're, I mean, he's like... Is he 22 yet? He was born in 95, and he has November birthday, so yeah, he should be 22 right now. 22. So think about... He's already got three chips. He already has three. Think about when, you know, Jordan... Jordan was, what, 21, 22? No, no, older than that. Yeah, he was old. He had to be at least 23 because he had a red shirt in there. So, so I he's mean, probably he has a big head start on him. Now, John... He could have... Kyle could have five... Before Jordan before had Jordan won. started. Before Jordan had won. Mm-hmm. And Jordan went on a run. So, yeah, I, I love hearing that. First of all, it was cool that he, he kind of shared the sponsorship process. Yeah, that was cool. As well, that's it's unique. Um, I don't it, know if you guys know this. I haven't had many sponsorship opportunities. You didn't? During you my athletic career. No, so I don't know much about it, what it's like. I didn't know that they could talk to you during the season, but it actually makes sense. It makes a lot of sense. Yeah, you should be able to. And also... Um, there's a lot of nuggets in there. He was able to take the money from. Well, we I knew that. Uh, I was remember on that. Coach Ryan. No, Coach Ryan came on when the the speculation kind of started after 15 when he won, and was like, "No, he can take limit living the dream." There's a lot of there was a lot of money he was entitled to. It was basically just he couldn't make money off his own likeness, so, which is category. Yeah, when we stupid. talk about that, we always get into that thing about. 
should athletes be paid? You know, I argue against Ben all the time. But one thing, categorically, like, let them get paid off their likeness. If Rudis wants to pay the man, pay the man. Well, what was another interesting nugget in there is that Rudis said, hey. We'll match it. We'll match it. Because I tell you what, my phone blew up. The Snyder Rudison comes out. What is he doing? Pass up He's all this money. He's losing all the money. Blah blah blah. Well, apparently not. Apparently not. Apparently got. Apparently he got whatever they were willing. Anybody else was willing to give him. Um, maybe even more, because yeah. he said they were willing to match. But did they even? Did have they to? have? To? It might might have been the highest bid. And um, he gets what he deems as um, a more solid control and. Uh, one that he thinks is is going to be the best um, way to represent him. Yeah. So it's an individual choice. Um, yeah. So cool for Kyle. Excited to watch his career unfold. As now he's you know done with college and he'll be able to pick his spots and you know knock on wood he's had good uh, fortune with with injuries. He's been healthy throughout and I think he's got a great style to remain healthy mm-hmm. you know I, I he doesn't end up in a lot of exchanges that make you nervous bends his knee you know he's not hard on his joints when, when you're that much better than basically everyone you wrestle there's only a few guys that can push you it's it's tough to get in those positions where you hurt Tell so you, uh, one thing I know we were there to talk about we were there to talk about his deal with Rudis and and you know we want to leave him go but um he got he did a lot of good work on top this weekend. I know that it's like it's not he shouldn't be allowed to learn how to turn on top. <laughs> he's, he's, I mean he just he, he already won. Wins. No, Kyle, listen, you take down everyone. That's your thing. You're not allowed to start turning people. He to. won three straight world titles starting at the age of nineteen by basically being take a takedown take guy. Takedown contest. And could you imagine if we saw at the World Cup, he adds to his arsenal on parterre. If he I mean, just, let's, let's say you put Kyle down for three takedowns a match, maybe two, let's say two against a good guy. If one of those he gets a turn off of, he's unbeatable. Unbeatable. I mean, he's basically unbeatable now. He kind of loses sometimes, but, um, yeah, if, if he started turning people, I mean, he was, like, disinterested on top by and large. It was mm-hmm. like, all right, unless it was someone just so far beneath his level. Now if he's... If he's turning people, if he's got a gut wrench or a trap or whatever, oh my goodness! And and it makes sense that, you know, he's still he's still a young guy. There's still so much room for him to improve. Look at the, <laughs> the look at the, the evolution of greats in in really any sport. You think of but you think of Jordan Burroughs. He's made so many evolutions in his game. But you look at other greats like LeBron James is adding wrinkles to his games and all kinds of other innovative athletes. They're constantly like building. Well, he. he he started winning world titles as a teenager. He was. Who, I'm pretty sure he was split, 17 when he won junior worlds. Who split his time with folk style? Yeah, un- unreal. So it's it's unbelievable what could potentially happen with Kyle. I mean, what's already happened is completely unprecedented. Yeah. I didn't want to ask him about this. I didn't want to put him in a position, but I I kind of wanted to ask him. What he thought about Coach Ryan's take about yeah. his about the Hodge Trophy? That I th- question came to my mind too, but I think he I was like, it "I'm right not going to put him in a thing against his coach." But I, I didn't, I didn't like. Well, I don't agree. Kyle Snyder, listen, Kyle Snyder made the choice. 
I'm not prioritizing the Hodge Trophy here. Yeah, I'm prioritizing. Well, I mean, I'm prioritizing wrestling, high level matches overseas, and I'm going to do the split season thing here, and that's my decision. So, so it's not that Kyle didn't want to win the Hodge, but it clearly wasn't a goal. Of well, his. last year he tweeted, "If you're having trouble deciding who should get the Hodge, it's Zane Rutherford." Right. Right. And so, and Tom Ryan comes out yesterday or the day before and says. You know that no no disrespect, but it should go to Kyle Snyder. But what Tom, Coach Ryan is is missing is the fact that the award is not for the best pound for pound wrestler in the country. The award is for who had the best college season. And it it has what I like about it is it has some criteria that I think are good that that makes sense. And one of the criteria, you know, Coach Snyder talks or Coach Coach Ryan talks about how much lighter he was. Being lighter, weighing less than your opponent is not a Hodge criteria. That's mm-hmm. like, you know, he chose, he went heavyweight. And, and, and <laughs> we all put this, we all know this, right? I mean, Kyle Snyder's out there winning worlds. He won worlds in 2017 where Zane didn't place. Um, or we didn't place it. Zane didn't make the team. Yeah. Um, no, he made the team. He made the team. But... That that's not a criteria either. No, right? It's like um, when when a when a college basketball player goes one and done, <laughs> and then goes to the NBA and wins Rookie of the Year. You don't say, "Well, he's the best college age player." Well, it's a little different in that in this in this scenario, he's still in college uh, yeah. during the pro thing. But you know, it's just not a criteria. I mean, and and I don't think it should be. It's like let's keep it focused on. Division one excellence. No one here, no one here thinks that Zane Rutherford's a better wrestler overall than Kyle Snyder, but he had a better, a better year. I mean, in twenty, I mean, I mean, hold on. In twenty seventeen, Kyle lost a match. This Kyle year. lost a match, and in twenty seventeen, I think he entered. I don't know NCAA is like eight and zero or ten and zero or something. Yeah, right? like he so didn't wrestle a lot of matches. He's the best wrestler. Everyone knows it. If you think that they should just give it to him, okay, but basically you're saying they should abandon like the history and the history of the trophy and what it's typically valued for. Now, maybe you make an exception for Kyle Snyder. Maybe they add a criteria that says international accolades or or whatever. But to me, I, I just thought that was a little like kind of sour grapes. And I'm like, does Kyle actually care about this? Probably not. Um, but anyways. Well, yeah, I don't agree with I don't agree with Coach Ryan on that point, but. He's sticking up for his guy. No, yeah, I'm cool with that. In a, in all cases, the World Cup happened. Mm-hmm. Go USA! We won for the first time since 2003. And to be honest, I didn't think we even. I thought there. Were, I didn't think we looked all that great, particularly shot. Not that you, you know, are looking for the optimum great performance, but I thought there were quite. A, there were some tactical things. We didn't look as sharp. Of course, Kyle looked great, and Jordan looked phenomenal. We didn't, yeah, we didn't perform. And David Taylor, there's, yeah. Kyle Dig. I mean, we didn't perform at max. No. At max. Gilman was two and two. Um, there was a lot of um, inconsistencies, I thought. Um, you know, looking at, you look at Logan, and you're like, man, Logan doesn't look himself. Then he beats Haji Aliyev. Well, so I was like, I was burying Logan after Japan. I was like, it's done. It's over. And then, you know, because he, he got beat bad. But then it's like, 
he beats Aliyev, and you're like, well, wait, did did he just like concuss himself against the Japanese guy and just like could not like gather himself because he looked. He didn't just beat when Aliyev. He, got, he had some like really high level stuff against Aliyev that never, really impressed me. Yeah, when 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 he initially got the hit on the head, and it was was it the first exchange, right? It was really early. It was it was the first exchange. If you watch that video, the the Japanese guy had not yet scored, mm-hmm. and Logan's underneath. The Japanese guy's in front head, and Logan's going like this, like, underneath. Yeah, looking. At blood while he's wrestling, and so, you know, I, it was definitely a distraction. It was it definitely affected him. Yeah. So he, you know, how mentally acute was he after, at that moment? Perhaps not very. And so it, it, you don't know what to to make of that. But you look at the Aliyev match, and that was just a legit win. He looked great. Now Aliyev didn't have his best weekend. He got pinned by Toby of Cuba. But still, it's a win over a three-time world champion, Olympic bronze medalist, and you feel good. I don't know if you want to go kind of guy by guy briefly. Yeah, I'd Gilman. Do. I didn't. Gilman was one of the guys I didn't think looked particularly sharp. Um, not even against the. I mean, the Japanese guy is always going he's to. He's awesome. He's he's excellent. But 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 and really, he was in that match too. He if he gets that takedown on the edge, which is debatable if he should have got it. No man, I don't know if you got to watch that match yet. Have you? Um, I. Not really. Flo okay, no. sucked up my weekend. Okay. So he has not seen it. But I thought that could have been two on the edge. And th- that that changed the match. In my opinion, he was up 1-0. And then he had to shoot, take a leg attack when he was down by criteria, and just uh, two freaky counters, and it kind of got away from him. Finishing uh, below the knee going to be problematic for, for Thomas Gilman, especially against that guy. Then he lost to the Azari. Who on two chest wraps? I mean, they were Gilman shots. Yeah. Um, he gets chest wrapped, and, and one was a two and one was a four, I believe. Right? So. Um, that match was like 2 1 with a minute and a half left and ended up 8 7. Wow. It was absurd. Like the last, whatever, 60, 70, 80, 90 seconds. Mm hmm. Th- so that was and, him. I, you know, I. Th- I don't know if this is known, but Gilman got hurt a couple months back. Mm-hmm. I I want to say we'll just say lower body. We'll go lower body. We'll go we'll go hockey on this one. And I I'm surprised he was actually wrestling, but he's been back training for a while now. I thought he looked like physically just eyeball test. I thought he looked good and strong and yeah. Um, he might only look like that though ever. I thought I no, I thought he looked as strong as ever. I don't know, just physically as big as ever. Okay, yeah, maybe right. Um, I don't know though. I don't know if I'm th- like that worried about Gilman. Well, I'm not worried about him, but there. Now he's out till final X. So he's in the finals, but someone good's gonna come out of there. So he'll have to yeah. be. He'll have to have a, a better performance than that to make the team. I think the thing people are forgetting is Thomas Gilman has like. Less than twenty senior level career matches. Mm-hmm. Like he's yeah. still very green. He had an excellent draw last year at Worlds, and he wrestled exactly how he should have wrestled to win. And Man, does he have less than ten? Because where, where is he wrestled at Worlds? Where's his other? He wrestled at uh, Cadetto Junior. Junior. So, we're saying I thought you said senior, senior level. level senior, senior level. Senior level. It's last chance qualifier, uh, World Team Trials, World Championships, World Clubs Cup, World Cup. Okay. 
So yeah, you're probably right. Less than twenty. But I he's, forgot. He's wait, just last clean. chance qualifier. Oh, oh, oh. I get it. I thought the, you. Were, I thought you meant like international senior level. Well, international senior level still not very many. Yeah. That's yeah. That's what I thought you meant. Gotcha. Um, okay, and then Kendrick. Kendrick at sixty one. Uh, I don't know. Like his, it was late match stuff. Late match tactics, not good. But I thought he looked good against Azerbaijan. Yeah, he won that one, right? Mm-hmm. He lost to Georgia and Japan. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it seemed just a little reluctant to pull the trigger against Japan, and when he did, he got in right away, but he was out of time. Um. Yeah, Logan hot and cold. We mentioned to Japan, but he beat Aliyev. And that really sets up what I'm really excited for, a potential Steber Rutherford. It looks like, no matter what do you think, but I view it as those are the two guys for 65 for USA and everyone else a rung below. Is there anyone else you could see uh, entering that conversation? So I've been putting together the kind of like where I expect everyone to be. And, yeah, because I would say you're looking at, like, Jason Ness or Brandon Wright as far as guys who were you know going to like make the semis. I would say if I would barring injury if Logan and Zane are the two guys I'd be pretty surprised. Okay, yeah. If if Ness and Wright are the next two guys, I feel supremely confident in that. Though Brandon Wright was a revelation uh a year ago, really tough guy. Okay, so that's 65. James Green Lost dropped one. a dropped a weird one. Not a weird one. It's very international match. It's like that's like a match you get at Worlds and got the first takedown, looked good, and then he gave up a two and two on a gut, and the guy was done. I thought he was done at forty six seconds. He got a, like a step out point or something, maybe a caution in one. Green did to make it four to three. And I was like, this guy's not going to last this last, but he's going to get a takedown, and he fought through it. He, the guy ran. But he also did a really oh, good yeah. job of staying in the middle. I mean, not. I know. No, you're right. Not stepping out. Like he would. He allowed himself several times to get taken to the zone, and then use positioning to stay in. So he, on one hand, he was running. On another hand, he did a good job fighting through it. Yeah, he did it through. Yeah, I, I was. I was actually kind of impressed with that guy. I mm-hmm. thought he was good. I thought those are the tactics that you see at the international level. They know how to game it. And we don't know how to game it quite as quite as well. We are the world champions, but that is like one area where we're not as good late match as as we saw. I think Quiz, Quiz. dropped one late. Um, Maple. It's like we don't quite know how to stall the right way, and we end up like just giving up takedowns and circumstances. You know what, we what Japan normally. was doing? Japan was they're up two with. 15 seconds ago, they were shooting and staying on a leg and just eating clock up. Yeah, that's probably pragmatic. Now, they, that can – you've got to be real sure of yourself because these guys have tricks. Right, I get that in folk. In free, it's a little dicey because you get crotch lifted or – I don't know. Yeah, there's a lot of ways you can get – now we get now we get to mm, the, the wheelhouse mm. of death. <laughs> this is just terrible. This is just like, oh, my gosh. It's like – we lost, uh, we were down, what, to Japan? Were we down 03? 3-0. 3-0. 3-0. And it's like, we're, I was like, we got this. We're going we're gonna to rip off. And I think we ripped off seven in a row. And 
really, you know, you could say it starts at 70 or starts at 74. I'll say it starts at 74 where we just get otherworldly. Burroughs looked outstanding. Thought he had a great showing. Mm-hmm. The double is back in full force. Listen, the, the double was gone for a, a period of time. that I'm, I'm not sure when exactly it started, but we didn't have it for a little bit there. It's been rumored it was an injury, maybe a, a neck injury or something, but for whatever reason, it was kind of gone for a little bit there. It's back. It was back at Worlds, and, man, he, he looks, I mean, almost as good as ever. Maybe mm-hmm. as good as ever. He looks great. That win over Fujinami, that dude is for real. Yeah, Fujinami's and, good. And he's not going anywhere. He's young. I mean, he's, I think, a year off juniors. So that's going to be a guy that, you know, maybe after Burroughs goes, but definitely, like, the next couple of years, someone to worry about. And Burroughs, I mean, handle him. And we'll probably see a different, better version of Fujinami at, at Worlds in Budapest, but we're probably also going to see a better, different, improved version of Jordan Burroughs in Budapest, too. So, yeah. And that's that, not, yeah, that's not a guy that worries me too much. Um, he had a suck back. <laughs> I love that. That was awesome. Um, then Dake at 79. Dake at 79 looked amazing. He had the, the move of the event with that four against uh, Takatani, who's a former world silver medalist. Yeah, who's a guy you know that Jordan had good goes with. Mm-hmm. Um, he fought him twice. Five well, and five and four. four. Did you think that one was inbound? I, th- I thought that one was dicey. But His whatever. second four? Yeah. Well, I don't know if – I think it's inbounds. I think – I mean, continuation, basically. Yeah. Anything short of on top of Tony Rotundo is basically good. Because <laughs> they, they let ba- – Dake is, Dake is adamant about wrestling through. He will wrestle – and he'll try to finish the move he, off the stage. Yes. He Remember – he double-legged David Taylor from Matt C to Matt A in 2015. Mm-hmm. And they're like, we'll count it. Just, keep, <laughs> just run your feet. That's great technique, I guess. So, Dake looks good. He still, He's still – I mean, his defense is what really, really separates him. But I like seeing him shoot that high crotch against Hasanoff. That was how he won the yeah. – you know, that was a pivotal moment in the match when he had to shoot a leg attack. He had it. Dake might have beat – might have had the most – I mean, Takahai – What's his name? Takatani. Takatani is a legit world level wrestler, mm-hmm. and Hasanoff has been in the medal match since uh, Nam. since Vietnam. So um, he beat the he probably beat the two best uh, out of anybody, right? At seventy nine. Oh yeah, his ledger of wins. Yeah, 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 yeah. Our most internationally. Yeah, I would. I would say. It's Did you notice true. what what it really interested me, um, especially day one? I guess he did it day two, but. Dake has always been a lot very square, and mm-hmm. he was going with a more staggered stance with a lot more level checks and jabs. I did not notice that. I thought he was – I I was worried because he was dropping to that knee again, which got him in all that passivity trouble with, with Jordan. That's why he got put on the clock so many times because when you drop to your knee, that's like – that's considered passivity. I thought he was still doing that a little bit. I didn't notice it. Yeah, he wrestled. There was a lot, a lot more pump fakes, a lot more staggered stance. Hmm. Um, and then David. David just annihilated everyone. Vortex. There's only there's not many people that are gonna keep it within a decision. I mean, decision. What we'll refer to as a decision in freestyle against David in the great world. on top. Yeah, doing really good on top. Scoring to a score really well, yeah. He looked he looked amazing. He looked, 
I don't know who's keeping him from getting on the team. He'll be at the open. And then Jaden, not not his best his best out. Did Jaden drop two? He lost to Georgia. He lost to Georgia he and he Dotto. lost to uh Alborov. In a goofy match. The Alborov yeah. So I was rewatching that match. The first takedown he gives up to Alborov was utterly bizarre. Alborov takes a horrific double, is straight like Matt McDonough style, laying here extended. And he's just like it's the classic drill where like the guy's just like driving in, but nothing's happening because your laces are down, just like they show you laces down. And then randomly, Jaden brings his hips all the way in and, and like him. basically pulls him into a double leg position. The guy drops down to a single and finishes. It was the guy was never going to score. They wouldn't mm. if they had continued to drive he him. It would have been grounded. He was grounded, so it wouldn't have been one. So it was just weird. It was like he wanted to try a chest wrap, mm-hmm. like he kind of pulled up into a head pinch mm-hmm. position. Is what it looked like. But he didn't have to. He did not have to. He could have just not got scored on. Then he gave up two. And now say what you want about that match. Because I thought he, I thought there was some questionable... Not questionable, but it was like... I, this This could be called differently. When when he got to rear standing and Alborov went Usain Bolt out of bounds. Oh, my God. And he kind of put him down. But it was definitely out of bounds. But They did what, give him a caution at one, right? Yeah, but here's the thing. And I, I, <laughs> I mentioned this on Twitter. There, it's two-edged, this caution and two thing being no more. Because, one, it was this huge weapon that the officials could wield it at, at any time, basically, that could absolutely change a match. It's, it's more valuable than a takedown, and they could just give it, and you're screwed if you flee a hold or anything like that. So I like that that's, like, minimized. But at the same time, if you get to rear standing and you just straight— it is the smart, tactical thing to do— to sprint out of bounds when someone gets to rear standing in freestyle wrestling now because a caution in one is vastly superior to a potential four or a potential two. So why would you not do it? And it's also, yeah, in the highest amplitude throw, is a bigger it still supersedes cautions. Right, which I think they should alter that yes, now. I do too. Because now that a shot clock point is no longer a caution. That's right. And now it, it is something egregious when you get now a caution. Now a caution is a ca- now a caution is very bad. It, it used to be the shot clock point was a caution. That's stupid. Yeah, it's like double damage. But um, now it's not. Now it's not. Now and now it's gosh, you, you, it's so close to getting basically. You know, in a close match, you kind of start with a caution because you're yeah. probably g- going on the shot clock, right. and it's gonna be hard to get a takedown. So and three, and the match is terminated. Mm-hmm. So yeah, I don't I don't like the that. Part of caution in one. I think you're right about that, Christian, because the the under the binary code three period era, oh, the did you just <laughs> say said binary code? Yeah, one oh oh one. Binary is not involved here. No, there's no bi- binary means two. No, no. Anyway, the yeah the cautions he used to, say to s- binary. He wanted to say binary. Role got it. Got it. You got it in there. Hexadecimal cautions. Cautions used to supersede, and then they changed it, and we're all like, okay, awesome, but then. Shot clock points were cautions, which that was terrible, and they got rid of that. So now that you're saying that, I am kind of agreeing with you that um, cautions should go back up in in terms of value and criteria, because you also you can't like create this weird situation where if you're in rear standing, then that becomes caution in two. Because right, of course, th- there's there then there's too much subjectivity or whatever. Mm-hmm. So yeah, but that dude sprinted. Yeah, 
wisely. Yes. I would have sprinted faster. But then there will be other situations mm. where it's like a guy just like goes to restraining and then just kind of like runs a guy out. And it's like, oh, I didn't have to finish that takedown. Oh, yeah. see, listen, you would be a great coach in Azerbaijan. You had it all figured out. How about let's go back to Nomad. Check this. Check this Asics gear. He is looking nice. Flow Radio brought to you by Asics, and right. look at him. Yeah. The he hat that at Flow Nationals. Yeah. That hat is really nice. Mm-hmm. He's clean shaven. Is the most. Oh yes, that, I knew there was something different. It's, it's just he the, looked. The, there was a special glow. He's, a, he's yes. that much whiter when he doesn't have the uh, the chin look thing. Look at him. Wow, million bucks. Mama Nomad's proud. Yes. She's like, look at my boy. Probably Florida. not. He is handsome. Why would she not be proud? She prefers me with long hair and facial hair. Oh, my gosh. I, don't no. think, I think you're lying. That's. I think she lies to you, too, and says, yes, you look great, honey. Looks, looks great. <laughs> she loves her angel anyway. Okay, so that was Jaden. Weird matches. Uh, I think he's probably fine. I don't, I don't know if this is true. I think he's probably fine, too. I don't know if this is true, but I heard Jaden's going to the OTC. I don't know if it's true. Kevin Jackson was in his corner. Um, yeah, I think he's. I think he's fine. And then Kyle Snyder's—he's pretty darn good. Yeah. Uh, I don't even know. It's tough to even like. What do we even? Oh, we've mentioned that he's he now got, learning top moves. He's doing top moves. <laughs> Not right. Quiz. Um, late tactics. Quiz blew one late. No. Really, yeah. I mean, that's been. I mean that that happened to Quiz. It. <coughs> yes, either Euregan or. Um, like Intercontinental Cup, before he made a team, he was driving guy out of bounds and kind of like rolled, and he's lost him. He lost to Magomedov last year at World Cup, so this guy's beating him twice in a row now. He had him beat too. We had him beat, yeah. yeah. Just um, closing the match. Gwiz will I be ain't fine. Too worried about Gwiz neither. Not at all. So overall, you just don't want to see. It. Basically, what you don't want to see is the team outclassed, and that happened at no point. Really, none of our guys. I felt like we're just out. Like, there's just a level we're not even near it, mm-hmm. right? Even in Logan's loss, you can kind of be like, well, okay, he's mm-hmm. he's on that ballpark. No, mm-hmm. I don't think anyone got killed. Did we get teched in any matches? I don't think so. No. Um, the techs are a lot easier to get in free season. So that's not like. Well, overall, the United States of America is the best country in the world at wrestling. And many other things. There's all but there's wrestling. A couple I matches I wish to have. I wish David Taylor had wrestled uh the Cuban Toy mm-hmm. Blanca Caralta again cuz he that was David's only close match at Uregan. If you remember that first round match it was 3-3. Yes. Now obviously yeah. they're on the opposite side and couldn't have, but that was a match I wanted to see. Um Logan like I understand the the uh potential concussion thing is it also like sometimes Logan in freestyle wrestles up or down to his level of competition. Cause like when he wrestles yes, Romanov or Aliyev or, mm-hmm. you know, Chikayev, it's like you see the greatest version of Logan Steber and you see him put up 10, 12, 15, 18 points. But then sometimes he has those weird matches and maybe it's also adjusting to 65 again. I don't know. And it's a world cup. We're going to see a better version of him in Budapest and world team trials. So for sure. All right. So that's world cup. Go USA, go Carver Hawkeye. Great job there. That was awesome. Hey, the crowd was awesome. They really got behind. You know, you, they, they bicker and moan. The college fans bicker and moan amongst each other, and they rib each other and everything. But the Iowa fans did really good. <laughs> did their collective hatred for Sion unite them together? Do you know that, that Iowa fans are mad at, that we had Sion on the show and that a guy who's, like, in operations, they're like, how could you as media have – 
Listen, the guy went to Iowa State. He doesn't like Iowa. Wait, yeah, that's what he says. I can't. I remember. I just. I'm just hearkening back to the days of yore in Iowa wrestling, where they wore those shirts proudly. You know, it's okay. We hate you too. But not not anymore. Now it's like you don't like us. Like uh, that. That gets a lower lip tremble. I mean, they have that. Flo had the operations guy. The operations guy who went to Iowa State and said he hates Iowa and. It's just bias. I can't not believe, can't believe it. Either. Can't believe it. Oh my! I couldn't. That was. It's actually hilarious because if you know Sion at all, it's like he's just. You know what he is. You know he said worse to me. <laughs> yeah. He said and worse all to all of us. All of us. Jeez, yes. he's. Yeah, that's that's tame for I'm Sion. I'm pretty sure he said worse on this show about Iowa before. Yeah, they just they're all. I mean, it's obviously not every Iowa fan. It's also because it came on the heels of my rant about Spencer Lee, which they cherry-picked the fact that I said his career was okay, which was clearly in jest, and not the fact that I said he was going to win three Hodges and possibly make a senior world team this year. Yeah. Well, you hate Iowa. Yeah. I hate Iowa so much that I was the only one to pick them against Oklahoma State. Yes, you did. Yes, you did. And then they also they loved you then. They yeah, know they loved me then. They hate me. The only smart guy on the show. They hate Back me when then I should give Nomad more airtime. Nomad, time. no, it should just be Nomad show. He's the only one who knows what he's talking about. They hate oh, me when ranked ranked Spencer Lee thirteenth. Nomad's an idiot. I idiot. cannot even believe. More like Nomads. That was a good one. That was a cla- that was a Hawkeye report. The Nomads over here was also the one that switched him and Dayton Fix on the senior big board. Yeah. Oh. <laughs> hey, we'll find out that this. This summer, hopefully. No, but just they, 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 they hate me when I picked Arizona State because Arizona State at the time looked better than them, oh. and I was wrong. Then they love me when I picked them against Oklahoma State. Then they hate, which I, w- I don't have nothing. I have nothing to do with the pound for pound. By the way, I'm just defending yeah. what is logical career, uh, because otherwise, then you, it's just like completely subjective. And then, then we're just there's. The arguments are stupid because it's like, okay, well, I think this and you think that. Okay, we're done. You should rant about it right now and get really red. No, don't do it. And have a vein pop out of your neck. No, don't. No, I don't like the neck vein. No. Anyway, <laughs> Iowa fans, you're great. You're insanely passionate. But I don't have anything to do with pound for pound. I just think it should include career accomplishments. Yeah. So that's that. And, and yeah. Get back to when you were like, it's okay. We how many weeks? Too. How many weeks till the open? Like two and a half. Okay. It's the last weekend in April. Oh boy, I can't freaking wait. I'm I watch World Cup immediately in freestyle mode. I was like, boom, ready to go. Let's do this. I'm like, I don't want to see another referee disc flip for we have, months. We have one more folk style event. Dream Team Classics weekend is gonna be awesome, and then it's just. I'm gonna score it like it's freestyle. Yeah. the whole time. Okay. Damian Hahn, congratulations. Get jacked. Get jacked. Damian Hahn awesome. is the head coach at South Dakota State. Uh, what what was awesome about this whole process is that they had so many quality candidates interested in this job. Mm-hmm. And I think it, it's a credit to Coach Bono, but I think the timing of it was perfect for South Dakota State because Bono left at a time where the program was on a high They've got talent still in the room. They've got recruits on the hook. It's a great time for an ambitious coach to come in and take the job. Yeah, but that's why you gotta. That's why you gotta root for non-traditional powers to 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 have good years. Because if Bono if Bono didn't go there and prove, or if no one went there and proved that they could be a winner, you know, Big Twelve runners up, and and 
have a national champion and put butts in the seats and garner community support. Um, if Bono didn't do that, Damien Hahn probably ain't knocking, right? No, no. And so have those programs come up, and now you have a quality coach like Damien Hahn come in, take over the reins, and it's good for the sport. Now, what you probably know, but I'm interested to see the staff he brings with him. I am too. I am too. I'm really pumped for that. Yeah, I think it'll probably have a, at least a slightly Cornell feel. I think probably some guys, you know. You, Does Gray go? Oh, I'm sure he'd love to have Gray. I don't think Gray's leaving. Right. That's what I was um, and I don't think I don't think Gabe would leave. You know, Max is there with Gabe. I don't think he would leave. I'm sure he would ask. Yeah. Um, I'm sure Rob Cole would not be so thrilled to lose those guys. But I, I I would be surprised if those two guys left. But I would also be surprised if Coach Han didn't at least say, "Why don't you think about it?" Well, Give yeah, I'm sure thought. he will. Yeah, for sure. Right. Maybe I wonder if he reaches back to some Jersey roots, some Minnesota roots, mm-hmm. plucks a guy mm-hmm. here and there. You you got to figure they're gonna look for a light guy. Yep. To get in the mix there with with Seth, and um, you know it sounds like Lloyd and Rob um, are likely going to to remain at, at this point. I don't think they've asked for releases. Good. At this point. Good. Um, the only one who I think is on the maybe yes maybe no is Connor Brown, the twenty five pounder. With maybe the most swag in the country, according to Kyle and I. Well, here's the thing about Connor Brown, though. I mean, he's the official one twenty five. I get it, right? Your guy left. Your guy left. Do you not want to work out with Seth Gross every day? No, he probably does not. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> actually, that is probably. Yeah, I hate this guy. He's too good. Yeah, that he's Seth's too big and too. They they cannot work out. Uh, they do not work out together, to my knowledge. Well, I would still. Well, they yeah. They, it, mm. I'm gonna go there. That's uh, so after Kermit Kennedy committed, I wrote this article about like the 125 landscape and Wisconsin. You know they have uh, Ethan Rotundo, who you know, Tony's kid, right? Who <laughs> didn't qualify for NCAA's right? You could get an NCAA qualifier with Connor Brown with three years left, but either way, one of those schools, right? Like South Dakota State or Wisconsin's gonna need a 125, and Bono's gonna be probably hitting class 2019. Because a lot of schools have their 125 set for the next four, five, six years. Penn State's going to stagger them. They got the next eight years locked so up. So does yeah. Ohio gonna, State brought in 17 25-pounders. They're, they're good through 2024. Kyle Snyder will be done wrestling by the time Ohio State runs out of 25s, theoretically. Okay, so on the other hand, with coaching changes, Dwayne Goldman retires, Angel Escobedo head coach. Now – how do I put this? I personally was disappointed that Indiana would not, did not open this up. This has nothing to do with the quality of coach that Angel Escobedo is or is not. But how can you tell me you are committed to winning and you don't even gauge interest within the community? What if... And he wouldn't be, but how do you know until you ask, what if a Casey Cunningham was interested? What if a Brian Snyder? What if a on and on and on and on? Indiana is a great recruiting hotbed. It's in the Big Ten. How do you not ask? How do you not open it up and see who's interested? And then Michigan did that, and they had Bormet. Okay, yeah. a far more established coach. So it has nothing to do with Angel's coaching credentials. But listen, Angel's been at Indiana. They haven't been, they're not good. The... Lightweight track record wasn't amazing. He doesn't have this incredible 
like bevy of measurable results with lightweights at Iowa State or Indiana. So I'm just saying, I'm not saying he's not the right guy for the job. Maybe that's the conclusion you could reach. But a, a program like Indiana, which has allowed itself for years to be a doormat along with Michigan State in the Big Ten. You have been a doormat, Indiana. Okay? How do you not say, should we look around? Should we ask? It just speaks to me that they're not really that interested in winning because they weren't for the last 15, 20 years. Angel miraculously overcame that, was a four-time All-American NCAA champion. Him and Joe Dubuque, probably you know the two best guys in the program's history. But to me... I, I don't understand how you can tell me you're committed to winning and you don't open it up, right? You don't even try. Yeah. I mean, well, that just doesn't that doesn't make sense to me. And this again, well, I, this is not an Angel Escobedo thing. This is just in general, in ge- in general principle. Well, uh, yeah, I mean, they're because they're not interested in winning. Yeah, they're not interested in I winning. Mean, the 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 administration, they don't care. They don't care. I mean, they they haven't cared for twenty years. Here's what bothers me. It doesn't. You don't have to really care all that much to set ma- up an interview to make a quality hire. Well, I'm not asking you to right. listen. Indiana athletic director. No one's asking you to teach uh, uh, stand-ups. Okay, you don't have to help these guys get down to weight. Just it would be very easy for you to ask around, figure out the names, look at NCAA results, figure out the good assistant coaches. It would take you five minutes of message board reading. And you could get some quality candidates. It would literally be that simple. You bring them in, and you hire the best guy. And maybe it's Angel still, but maybe it's not. I think, uh, yeah. So that, I, and that's I agree. It. And I then agree you with do you. that. 100%. You make that hire. But, you make that hire, and then okay, then you let him go. And maybe you're not committed to winning. And maybe it's gonna be a really tough slog for that coach that you hire. And well, it's you gonna did be your difficult. Due diligence. But at least you know. At least you tried. You tried. <laughs> Right, you tried. Okay, we're not going to give you much financial. We're not going to give you much of this and that. But you know what? At least we got the right guy in there. Now he can try to make something of this. Because we have, we don't care. And this was my, my issue with Michigan State. They had Minkle. They were terrible. Terrible, 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 terrible. They had a couple individuals that overcame the terribleness, like Franklin Gomez and McClure and the Simmons brothers, etc. But by and large, they were really, really bad. Minkle's gone. And they... To my knowledge, they didn't really open that up either. They, it, Chandler gets the job. And maybe that's the conclusion they would have reached, but to not look elsewhere when the program struggles, it just says they are not committed to winning there. And not not because you hired Angel, but because of the steps that led to you hiring mm-hmm. Angel. Show me. They're not the characteristics of a program that is interested in winning. And that's what's distress. That's what... Thank goodness that's not what's happening at South Dakota State. Because if they had that kind of apathetic leadership at South Dakota State, that program is surely in jeopardy. Mm-hmm. But the athletic director there is committed to winning, is committed to wrestling, and they're they're doing great. And there's a lot of athletic directors that are Angel, so good. Angel, that being said, and you're correct, the process shouldn't have been that way, and it shows a lack of uh, lack of caring on the part of the Indiana administration. But we knew. Indiana didn't care for ever and ever anyway. But Angel is legendary in that state. For sure. He's and from it, Indiana. To, the, the high school coach is like, I mean, you're a high school coach. Are you sending somebody to wrestle with Goldman? I mean, you've seen the results. Um, I think that his Angel's connections run deeper, and his uh, uh, the confidence that the coaches have in Angel is much more higher than Goldman. Um, 
in a state that's, you know, they only have, the only other program in their state is Purdue. Mm-hmm. Um, and they're a Big Ten school. They should be bringing in, they should be bringing in some top flight guys. You know who else should be bringing in top flight guys? Not top flight guys, but doing much better recruiting. You know what I heard, I was informed of this weekend? Cleveland State has 9.5 scholarships. <sighs> in Cleveland. Cleveland State has 9.5 scholarships. Where's Where's Cleveland State located? Uh, in the epicenter of high school wrestling. Interesting. I uh, um, bought a block from Murder Hotel. Yeah. Oh, yeah, right there. Actually, we stayed in University Hotel. Are they hosting recruits there? Maybe that's nah, why. Maybe this could be why. Who's, it, who's getting that job, by the way? If you heard. I don't know. I, I, uh, I really like um, Angel. I, I agree with you, though, Christian, that, like, Angel could do a crack up job and be an incredible coach, but if if the administration is not committed, he is capped out at how well he can do. And Willie's right. Like a kid like Brayden Lee, if Angel's there a year ago, we might see Brayden Lee at at Indiana, right? And and I you know I said this there so there were seven guys from Indiana high schools who were in the blood round. I think four of them all American this year, right? Then you go back Angel Reese. How Sirtis, Meechich, uh, the Davison brothers. Like, there is plenty of talent in that mm-hmm. state, and at the very least, I feel that the Angel, Lees. huh? Yeah, the, yeah, all the Lees, Brayton, Nick, Joe, uh, Angel will be able to bring in way more of those guys than than Goldman. And at some point, they're going to start panning out into all Americans. And again, if the administration isn't supportive, and and apparently this the facility they're getting is not standalone like for wrestling, it's just. A competition facility for them in, in volleyball so that's gonna really suck but angel's committed for the long haul he is very well respected i mean you saw the reaction from you know the, the former ohio rtc guys and, and guys who have dealt with him but yeah I just i hope he's not capped out because that could be a really game-changing program yeah this is not an i mean i like angel a lot personally i think he's a awesome guy I do too. It, it has nothing to do with him at all it's yeah. just what this these are the symptoms of an apathetic administration and um that's what we should be worried about i mean fortunately big 10 schools not really on the chopping block for wrestling so we think um but that it's a bad sign and uh yeah i just wanted to get that off my chest it's nothing personal i think that josh moore is going to get the cleveland state job um west virginia i'm here still tim open flynn. tim flynn is the word going around which then uh, opens up Edinburgh. Say, what about Edinburgh? Yeah, that's the situation there. And then Little Rock is still Little Rock is still open. Yeah. What else, Bud? What else is going on? Um, you got Brayton Lee's wrestling uh, somebody this weekend. Let's Bra- talk about Brayton that Lee, Teamer. We'll let's, talk about that Thursday. Let's talk. Get to some questions. Let's get, get to we, some questions. Is Fix gonna wrestle in the open? I think that he is gonna wrestle in the open. And that's awesome. Senior or junior, though, maybe their question. Senior, I believe. Great yeah, man. I wish they were at different times. They should they should split up the junior. <clears throat> now that our juniors are so good, they should split up the junior and senior. Why you can make them pick? I mean, th- that goes all the way back to Kyle Snyder. I mean, all the way back, but a few years ago. We kind of addressed this question, but with the Han hiring, do you think SDSU will retain their recruiting class and other wrestlers like Brown? I think they'll keep Robin Lloyd Brown. I think it's probably fifty-fifty at at this point. Um, can I turn Bradkey from top? Apparently not. No, they were asking Kyle Snyder that. Oh, 
Oh, they're asking Kyle. Yeah. Dang, we should ask Kyle that. That should have been the only question we asked. <laughs> Thanks for taking the time, Kyle. Happy to have you on. Could I turn Kyle Bradke? No? no. Well, thank you for your time. <laughs> Can Iowa land DeSanto, Perry, and Oliver as transfers and win the title? Uh, Oliver makes no sense for them to land. Because uh, they have Lugo. Because they have Lugo, and even if he would move up, they have I mean, Mike Cameron. Kemmer. Um, I think Oliver's... NC State and somebody else. Um, he listed NC State, Penn State. Penn State. There were a couple others, but um, that was who he was interested in. Um, but that obviously could have changed since coaches can now contact him. For real, for real. I mean, state, but but the, state the bigger question. Moving too. But the bigger question. Penn here State, is not, Iowa not, State, NC State, North Dakota State. Yeah, the question isn't DeSanto really Oliver. It's DeSanto. Uh, it's DeSanto. I mean, Perry doesn't really make doesn't really ma- All right, hold on. Doesn't really make a lot of sense. Perry is a 41-pounder. They have Max Murin. They got now you could say May gets in the Iowa room, he develops, he, maybe he has the most upside of anyone in that room, but he's a luxury more than a necessity. DeSanto's an absolute necessity. He's willing to go 133 and apparently loved Iowa when he was there. That's his lean currently. Now, what that means, you know, minds can change. He hasn't taken many other visits yet. What a perfect timing for him to go to Iowa for yeah. a visit. How about World Cup? How about World Cup? We'll have all the best wrestlers in the country here. Yeah. <laughs> It'll be an amazing atmosphere. This is what it's like typically this know, is, this is most Tuesday th- through Sunday. Mondays we have a day off. Have a day Sunday off. Sunday we have a day off. Mostly have the World Cup on the weekends. <laughs> so, yeah, that would be huge, and I, I think it's definitely definitely a possibility. Will Suriano win an NCAA title with Lee at 25 and Fix Micic Gross at 33? Will he be able to bust through it? If not, how will he stack up against the all-time to not win it? Um, so, in my opinion, his window to win it is going to be his senior year. I don't think he can beat Seth Gross next year. Um, maybe he can. I mean, I just saw Tariq Wilson push him to the brink, so maybe that's, like, incorrect. Um, so maybe he have it. Maybe he has a 25% chance n- next year. But his senior year, if Gross is gone, then it's Micic. If Micic doesn't go up at any point because they have Joey Silva in there. Micic could get a 12th year too. Micic could get that 12th year, a reverse Olympic in 2020. Mm-hmm. So stay woke on that. Uh, yeah, he can absolutely win. Will he win? I say right. Mm, here's here's what I'm, I'm wrestling with right now. Soriano went through some stuff. Before Big Tens, when he when he was gone for a lot of time, that was a lot more serious than I think people realized. They had him not just off the mat, but uh, in a much worse position than than I knew. So I'm kind of waiting, like, well, how what version of that was that we saw at NCAs? He's still pretty good, so I'll say he will win an NCAA title. Nick he Soriano. would have missed his best opportunity last year to win it, yeah. 2017. How who would have thought that? I mean, it's not necessarily his best opportunity, but yeah. Listen, he beat the one and two. Yeah. Right? And he was right there with Gilman that year. So I'll say he will win an NCAA title at one of these two years. West Virginia hire. We mentioned Flynn. Mc- Matt McDonough to Wisconsin. How about this staff for Coach Bono? Matt McDonough, John Reeder, Chris Bono. God, I love that staff. Like, not, just, not just like they're awesome coaches, but Th- they're awesome like, dudes. I want to just hang out with them. Yeah. Just hang out. I want to be their director of operations. Hey, we're going to come hang out this summer in June. It may be a gaggle of us. Hope Bono's got a spare bedroom in his, in his new Wisconsin, uh, Madison pad. 
Because uh, we, we were talking about planning it the other day. These guys were talking about egg in your house and TP in your house. Well, <laughs> stay woke on that, Bono. Yeah, I'm not egging it. Maybe, maybe egg it though. What I think TP is is far worse. Then just egg. What are you talking egg? about? Like, raw egg. Yeah. What do you? You I think also that's thought that the guy from Orange Coast, Orange County Choppers, was Dog the Bounty Hunter. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> what? He looks. He looks no, like. They no, they look nothing like. No, I didn't. No, I didn't. I don't. I know that wasn't dog. Okay. <laughs> you thought I, it was maybe it was a puppy. No, <laughs> shut up. I just thought, dude, this looks like a a potential uh, one of dogs guys that helps him round up the bad guys. That's all. <laughs> I'm not a big Dog the ba- Bounty Hunter guy. I'm clearly clearly. Not a, a West Coast <laughs> Choppers guy. Clearly. But I just thought I just thought that was what that was from. I'm sorry that I didn't know what that meme was from. Hey, real quick. CP, have you ever egged a house? Um, why? No, he hasn't. Because <laughs> that's why he doesn't realize that it's worse. Well, it's just, you know, it's, you throw an egg, a raw egg. You just power Willie? wash it off. Will you ever egg a house? <laughs> Frequently. <laughs> Frequently. <laughs> a couple weeks. I, got, I hit one a couple weeks ago. <laughs> Becky. Oh. No comment. Oh my gosh! The one time hey, listen, we we're past we're past the terms of you getting in trouble for <laughs> <Yeah>. this guy. <laughs> the statute of limitations <laughs> right. for egging the home. No Unless comment. you did it this week, I think you're in the clear. I will not incriminate myself. The, wow! I played the, I played the, the fifth. fifth. The one time we went to egg a kid's house, we put the two dumbest kids in charge of it, and they dropped ten of the eggs before we got to the house. Classic. First of all, they didn't bring the carton. Oh, God. They didn't bring the carton. They just, like, took them out and, like, had them in their shirts. You know, like, like we uh-huh. just, just put, put them in their, their pockets shirt. and started spraying. Yeah, <laughs> and they started, they started dropping, like, eggs and shattering, obviously. And then when we finally got there, there was one or two eggs left. And the one that would have hit, they didn't have a screen on their door, and it just <gasps> landed in their living room. <laughs> yeah. Oh, my gosh. That's when you get <laughs> That's the ultimate egging. That's pretty good, though. We, I, me and Snyder, I shouldn't say. Oh, you, you already said it. <laughs> you went from egg discussion to me and Snyder. There's no turning back. Yeah, I yeah, thought the statute of limitations was cars. Moving, oh driving vehicles. You're a bad influence. That was on terrible. You should not. Why? We shouldn't do that. We shouldn't have done that. You were a bad influence on him. Absolutely. <laughs> <laughs> Poor man. Okay. CMU transfers. We don't know what's going on there. Vegas odds. This is a great one. Brad Bowles. Vegas odds on Zahid Hall winner versus Dake in U.S. Open or World Team Trials, who you got. So I think you have to say right now on paper that's going to be Zahid versus Dake. I think – so you assume that. What would the Vegas odds be for him versus Dake? Is it 2-1, to one, Dake over? Nomad does not Zahid? like that you just m- I was said say Zahid was a favorite. I mean, to Ringer and John Reeder? Okay, yeah. Uh, no reader, in my opinion. Okay, that's fine. But, yeah, reader, but but we're just we're just hypothesizing. What do you mean no reader in your opinion? No reader, no wrestle. <laughs> no reader, no wrestle. No reader, is no my wrestle. worry. That's my worry. Could be wrong. He's a gladiator for crying out loud. He can do what he pleases. But that'll really chat my ass. That way, it's gonna be a bloodbath. I can't. I can't wait for it. It's gonna be like the end of roll. So yeah, I'm not. I'm not discounting Ringer. It, it's just like that's his question. If they wrestle, it could be a semi. No, man. No, listen. Zahid would be plus 225 or something. Plus 275. Yes. That sounds about right. That sounds about right. It's, it's an interesting clash with those two as much as he attacks. I, I don't know if Ringer... Ringer has a style to wrestle date close. I don't know if he can 
close the gap and beat him. I don't know if he has that takedown in him to to beat Kyle Dake. Zahid might. Zahid might have the speed. He might be able to get the angle on his sweep and take him down. Kyle Dake, that is. How is Final X going to work with Jaden moving up? Well, well. it's going to work like this. Jaden's up, which means he kind of forfeits his buy to the 86 finals at Final X. So he'll have to go through the – he won't have to go through the Open if he doesn't want to. But it would behoove but him to should, go to yeah. – It would behoove him to go to the Open because if he wins the Open, he sits to the Final X. The winner of 92 at the Open sits in Final X finals. Same for 61, 61 65, 86, 86, 79, 79, 72. Yeah. So lots of the weights, U.S. Open, V important. Is it five and five? I think. Yes, because five, we had we had six medalists and five, one moved up. Five people sitting, five people can sit if they win the U.S. Open. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And like at fifty-seven, so whoever comes out of that, that person sits in the world team trials. World team trials, which is now has this little challenge tournament thing added to the end, and that is in Rochester in May, and that is best two out of three. Rochester. That person will wrestle Thomas. The winner of that will wrestle Thomas Gillen. Very congested schedule. Um, I mean, it's great, right? I think so. I think it's a month between everything. Well, beat the streets is like two days before. Well, yeah, none of those guys are going to wrestle. No, I'm not saying that. How oh. about? Um, and this is kind of jumping on an article I have, but like, so the the three guys qualified for sixty one right now, right? Joe Cologne, Seth Gross. John Morrison, that is a wide-open weight, particularly if Kendrick Maple ends up going back up. Um, but either way, whether you have Kendrick Maple there or not, some of these guys are going to be left out. Tyler Graff, Alan Waters, uh, Dardanes, Nico, Nashon, Cody Brewer. Um, yeah. Nico, if Nico goes 61, that's silly. He's, he he 57. is. He's going. He's going sixty-one. He's going sixty-one. I think he should go fifty-seven as well. Okay. Well. But so if you have, he can do what he wants. Cologne, Gross, and Morrison all place top seven at the Open. Then that only leaves four other spots: oh. Graf Waters, Nico, Nashon, Brewer, Dardanes. That's six guys. Wow. So you Yeah, I get what you're saying. All these guys already qualified are eating up spots at the Open if they go to the Open and do well, which they should because then they can sit in. They should. I mean, I like if I'm John Morrison, I'm not gonna be like, all right, cool. I'm gonna wait for challenge. I'm like, no, I'm gonna try and get the buy to the mm-hmm. final yeah. X course. And that's what I anticipate Zane Rutherford doing at 65. You would think he would want to go to the open yeah. as well, mm-hmm. even though he's qualified for the trials. Why would you not try to win the open and sit to the finals of final X? It's just a more pragmatic yeah. decision. Yeah, you know, for years everybody has been saying, well, it's such a, it's such a um, advantage to sit in the finals. Jordan Burroughs gets to sit in the finals. Well, you have your opportunity here to win the. Win the U.S. Open, right? Right. Everyone could do it. How it would be something if, if Dake and Taylor got to sit to the finals, for the, I guess the first time, yeah. after they've been kind of the quote victim of of that. Previously. And they have to do the Open because they're not qualified. I know it's great. It's tremendous, We're guys. U.S. It. Open is going to be amazing. It's going to be awesome. Oh. He, no man's going to shake hands with so many officials. I can't wait. He's going to eat. He's going to eat all the chocolate. He's going to eat a whole eclair cake. <laughs> He's going to have a, a, a <laughs> we'll call it a medical emergency mid-finals because he's going to be so excited. That's um, why we have two people on the broadcast. Two people on the broadcast in case something happens and the Claire Kate catches up with him. 
<laughs> yeah, I can't wait. I can't wait for U.S. Open Nomad in in 2018. It could be great. <laughs> he iced his shoulder because he got hurt wrestling. He broke his he shoulder. He went down. He was hurt. It was it black was black and blue. The whole oh, it, it was, was bad. bad. Yeah, Christian did it. He had his. He was sitting there working uh, the night before freestyle started with his shoulder taped up like he just pitched nine innings. Yeah. Look, we got a job to do. I can't. Listen. We can't sit out. There's a lot of injuries that happen when we go to the Open. And the 80%. No, you got injured? You got gout. That was gout. It was not gout. He he had a gout injury. Does anyone remember? uh, Only you and I were at Vegas Worlds. Bader rolled his ankle in his dress shoe (laughs) at Worlds. And he limped around. And Bader doesn't stop. Mm-mm. He was he just limped the entire week. Wait, Worlds is like a week long. He rolled it pretty early on. And he was like wearing dress shoes, hobbling around with the ankle injury. I'm trying to think of any other injuries that have happened. A lot of injuries in Vegas. Yeah. They all sit around Vegas. They're all Vegas. Except for the time that Kyle had to put Nomad shoes on. That was when, gosh dang it. <laughs> Bader broke Richard Immel's foot in Fargo. Okay, yeah, yeah, he did do that. That was pretty messed up with Bader. <laughs> Sorry about that, Immel. Bader can't control himself. So those are, those are most. That's the injury report for Flo. There was one more question. This was actually for Kyle. Okay, and, and it was kind of a. I wouldn't have asked it to Kyle based on how that conversation was going. But it was who would Kyle Snyder have preferred in his corner at World Championships, assuming like. Tom and Terrell and Jay and Zadik are... We, you're getting way on down the list. Yeah. <laughs> me and Willie are, are considered. <clears throat> but, yeah, we should ask Kyle this. Who would we have wanted... Who would Kyle have wanted in his corner for a gold medal match? Willie, me, Kyle Brackey, Nomad, or Bader? I gotta feel like it's me. Honestly, just, just keeping it real. Maybe, maybe we can get him to answer that question. I know that... If I if the question was to me and it was the other four, okay, I would want Bracky in my corner. Mm-hmm. I was going to say Nomad because I watched him in Mike Mouse corner at the Open last yeah. year, and he was very good. What are you talking about? I was in Christian's corner last year, coaching him to victory against Nomad in the match that he tore your shoulder. That's true, and we had a great you, celebration. You, you, we you, did. What was it? <laughs> I did the last You're bragging about an injury last, default oh. victory. Yeah, that's... injury default. Listen, injury default. Oh my God! I that could not was... lift my arm. Why? Well, don't get put in a cradle. I was po- It was a goofy situation. I was posting, and my arm tore. Listen, <laughs> that's this... there's a lot of power in my cradle, obviously. And yet, Kyle Brackey still does. Kyle Brackey was a witness to that, and he still didn't think I could turn him with 90 hours of work. Could... It's time to go. It's time to go. It's time to go. <sighs> Love you. We'll be here Thursday. We're going. We'll be here Thursday, all of us together, all four of us. No one's traveling anywhere. Just everyone saying, "Hey, there's rumors of a spike ball tournament." There is rumors. Zilker Saturday. I'm excited for that potentially. Um, so yeah, we've got a lot to look forward to, even though there's only a handful of events coming up this week. Well, I get, you know, when there's no wrestling on the weekend, it's like, what am I gonna do? Well, we're gonna play spike ball. Okay. Thanks, Kyle Snyder. Thanks. Thanks to Asics for sponsoring this show and uh, we'll be back Thursday thanks so much guys see you next time